Hey besties, welcome back to Let's Talk SIM. I'm your host, Neil, a year two student from RMIT Marketing. And I'm Jamie, a year three student from University at Buffalo Communications. So, Jamie, do you want to achieve financial freedom in five years? <laughs> well, of course, who wants to go broke in five years? Because in this episode, we're going to be talking about the money. That's right. We're going to be talking about planning and what to do with the money we have, if any. Because <laughs> we don't. <laughs> so let's find out more from the CampSAP people, Samuel and Kimberly, founders of thecampsaplife.com. And we'll talk more about our savings. Say hi, guys. Hi, everyone. Hi. Hello. I'm Kimberly. Right. I'm Samuel here. Okay, so how long has uh, CampSAP Life have been established? And, uh, you know, um, and y'all are the founders of the company, yes? Mm, not yet a company. Yeah. <laughs> So we'll explain more about it later, but yeah, we, we, we have been running this website for uh, close, close two years. Yeah, it's about, for, for about two years now. Mm. Um, so and if, if you didn't know, uh, both of us are graduates from SIM as well. Ah, okay. nice, that's right. So uh, w uh, which, uh, which school do y'all graduate from? Uh, University of London, um, Accountancy and Finance. Oh. Um, Myself as banking and finance, so yeah. So now you know why we set up this website. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All financial related. So maybe you could tell us how did this like get started? What inspired you yeah. to start this? So yeah, so I guess uh, uh, as 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 graduates, right? We uh, we start off working. Uh, we started off working. Um, both of us had a job within I think maybe one one to two months after graduation. Mm -hmm. Um, so after one to two months, we, we started working and then we felt like, hey, you know, we, we don't want to do this for the rest of our lives, you know, just work and get paid paycheck on a month-to-month -month basis and all that. But then we realized that, um, we, we could do more. Uh, I think after about, after about four to five months in, in, in our job, we realized that we, uh, wanted to, to write and wanted to share our experiences on. Uh, on personal finance and ways to manage finance and of course uh, at that point in time i don't think so we are in, a, we are in any position to give financial advice right uh, but but we uh we we learn along the way and uh we grew to what we are now i mean not that we are anything uh, big but but i think we we just wanted to relate as close as possible to the millennials uh, or, or gen z's around our age uh, facing the same struggles as many Singaporeans face uh, yeah, in that's life. Right. Yeah. So maybe, maybe Kim, you want to um, give some short introduction of what Jamsiap is and why we actually chose this yeah. name, the so, Jamsiap Life. Um, we didn't see any name called the Jamsiap, and we're thinking like, uh, as poor fresh grads, right? Mm -hmm. How do you constantly save money? And uh, then we landed on the word Jamsiap. So the English version sounds very weird. To be financially savvy. Mm. Then to, so the, the dialect was Yamsiap and we wanted to change the brand of the thinking of um, how everybody views the word Yamsiap in itself. So it's not about being stingy with your money, mm -hmm. it's about uh, being financially strategic in terms of your decisions to see what's the best way to spend your money, mm. right? Or to put your money. So that's where the Yamsiap and uh, holding it as a lifestyle came about. I so see. then you I get see. a Kiamsap life. Okay. I see. Okay, yeah. cool. So how would you define like the 
model kiam siap life. <laughs> <laughs> the model kiam siap life. Model kiam siap life. Uh, I don't think so. There's a model to follow, <laughs> per se. But I, I guess you know each and every one of us. Uh, everyone uh, has their own ways yeah. of uh, embodying what kiam siap is, right? But at the end of the day, was actually, um, the main two parts of uh, your decisions, and then. And how do you really actually use that decision? I mean, um, your information. So, how do you actually find the information that will suit your decision, right? So that's the strategic decision making, uh, within what Kiam Siap is. Yeah, yeah, and also I think if you look at our website, you, you, you uh, if you want to go to our website, right, you can actually see we have segmented into two main portions. One is on how to Kiam, which is you know how how to make. How how to find deals and discounts and and whatnot, and the other portion would be on mindset, uh, the mindset of of money. Uh, I think these two uh, work hand in hand together to to help us to make more financially savvy decisions in our life. Yeah, so I guess that's where the whole the the, the whole the whole idea came about. And and actually, we actually plan all this in the copy game. Actually, if, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're like, hey, you know, let's go lim copy lah. You know, one day let's go find the copy jam downstairs. Let's relate it as 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 close as possible to a Singaporean lifestyle. Uh, I, I, yeah, we, we, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I mean, that's fine. Like Apple and Apple, Google, Microsoft, like, start in the basement. In a garage, uh, who else? Uh, Chanel, Chanel, Louis Vuitton, like started at like some like back end shop in in Paris. So it doesn't really matter. So yeah, how much money should you know like a university student such as me and Jamie uh, should have when we reach thirty? We're not thirty yet, by the way. Maybe an average number. Okay, th- th- I mean, uh, this is is really subjective. I I I think a lot of uh, financial blogs, I think including ourselves, have has have tried to to put a number to it. By thirty, you should you should be saving hundred thousand dollars. I guess that is a it's a possible target to hit. But but then again, uh, we we don't want it to. It depends on your lifestyle. <laughs> exactly. I mean, everyone and has different uh, obligations in life, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so so. Um, Say say for 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 me and Kim as 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 one example, um, I mean I would consider myself to be luckier because I didn't have to repay my student loan, uh, mm. to to save my parents. Right? I mean my parents have been financing might have been financing my student loans, uh, but but for Kim on the other hand she student loans are, are part of what she has to be to, to be paid, uh, mm-hmm. after graduating. So I guess that's where you you Making don't your goals by thirty, yeah. certain certain targets by thirty maybe. Uh, more challenging. Uh, so, so I don't think so. It, it's fair to to put a number to it. Uh, but of course, um, we can always uh, like a good number. And and of course, I think you also uh, heard of this um, saving rule, right? You know, what, what's the what's the rule of thumb to saving? Uh, do you save fifty percent of the salary? Do you save thirty percent of the salary? We 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 don't advocate to to force. In, in force someone down the throat in our article to say, hey, you, you, you have to follow the rule of thumb. You, know, you have to save 50% of it, invest 30% of it, and spend 20% of it. Really, it really depends on, on, on different, every individual's different lifestyle, what are their obligations and what are their burdens in their life. We, we, it's not fair to, to say that, you know, uh, I save 100,000 at 30, but at 30, maybe you're only saving $10,000. I don't think so. It's a fair comparison to say that. Mm. Yeah. All right. I guess it's what what you 
by 30, what goals have you accomplished? Would mm. be a better um, <laughs> yeah, idea rather than but how much should we be saving? So a lot of insurance agents would like to actually talk about the financial pyramid, your six-month salary, right? Mm. Above your, your cash flow. Then what's next? Are your, are your insurance covered? Have you started on your investments? If you're going into BTO, um, housing, marriage, are you ready for that? So I guess 30 is it's kind of like a new part of our life mm-hmm. where we move into another segment of your adulthood, right? Yeah. That maybe marriage, uh, housing, cars, uh, that part of our expenses, are we ready for that? So how do you suggest like we divide the money then? Yeah, this, because you don't advocate for like the the rule of thumb thing. Right, right. So like how do you suggest we divide mm. our savings? I guess for a fresh graduate, uh, uh, maybe say for the first three to four years of her life, I think uh, a good saving, a good amount of savings base would be helpful. Uh, would be very, very helpful for you to uh, uh, live a, a, a better financial lifestyle, I guess. Uh, not so, you, you won't be so worrisome of your finance if, if I were to put it that way. Um, so so uh, maybe to, to, to give an example back to ourselves, uh, me, me and Kim, right? Uh, I, uh, for me, when I, I started graduating, I, 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 worked in, I worked in a bank. I, I wasn't paid, like, you know, super well. Uh, mm-hmm. So, but, but um, I, I, I saved 70%. I, I think I, wow. I, I saved 70% wow. of my pay. That, that was my goal, uh, to save 70% of my pay. Uh, I didn't have much expenses to spend on also. Uh, yeah. So, so that's for myself. When I first graduated was more or less servicing my student loan because it was terrible. <laughs> Yo, the moment you graduate, you're set back about 25k, right? And then uh, while others can, those that don't have student loan, they can start saving up. But for me, it was um, to get that paid off as fast as possible. That's why there's the rule of thumb of the 50-20-30, right? But we, it's not that we really have to follow that. It's, so long as our expenses um, are not more than our income mm-hmm. or we actually have a certain portions that are towards our uh, savings or whatever, then we can play around with um, that portion. So I actually took about, I think, 80% and paid off my student loan. So I did 25k one year. Wow. And then, uh, then I focused on savings and investments. So then uh, I did more uh, side hustles mm-hmm. that would cover my full expenses and my all my income goes into savings or investment. Let's say for you know graduates who uh, are trying to save for a future car or a future home, how can they save for that? What are your tips on this? Um, yeah, I think that's a very real point. Uh, it's, a, it's a very real issue as well, in, especially in Singapore, right? Uh, to live the Singaporean dream, you, you, you work, um, you, 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 you marry your, your fiance, maybe, what's, what's, the, what's the average age, around 30 years old, I guess, you get married around 30 years old. Yeah, um, sure. And then <laughs> you buy a house. Uh, then you buy a house, after the house, you get a kid. Uh, after you get a kid, you send the kid to school. So, you know, every of these different milestones in life, uh, you, you get wiped out. Uh, sufficiently wiped out uh, in terms of big purchases, right? So, yeah. um, I think we, I think we like to, to put it out that that you know it's it's really about lifestyle choices that one can make. Uh, 
and and everyone deals uh, different things in in their life uh, of, of of different importance as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and and if you okay, maybe if you were just going to go down to say how much do I need to save for my future home? Uh, what what is your dream home? Right, is your dream home a condo, or is your dream home just a three-room flat? A so, pink Barbie house. That's my house. <laughs> Yeah, but but right, $500. From Toys R Us, I can just go anytime. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, go on, go on, go on. Yeah, so, so, so houses, uh, maybe we, we can just set a value of say uh, a 300k to 600k. Uh, this is this is the, the, the range of house that you want to get. And and if we if you didn't even know, if you didn't already know that uh, houses can actually be fully financed by your CPF savings in your OA account. So um, essentially, housing can be said to be free uh, if we have sufficient uh, OA savings account and we have a steady stream of income coming in. Um, and of course, uh, after a sufficient period of time, uh, the only thing that you really need to fork out for houses is probably your renovation. Yeah, renovation is probably one of them. So, so I guess, yeah, if you want to talk about house and, and cars and not, it's really about um, how we we segment all this uh, into uh, different uh, parts of our financial lives and whether we, we see them as important or not. Uh, financial choices, that's, that's, that's the, the, the term I, I use. Yeah. So, um, could you give any final tips on saving for students? I guess in a lot of ways, if you really want to save, it all plays down to your mindset and the specific value is discipline, right? Mm. If you don't have this particular discipline as one of your values or principles then you will never get what you never you'll never save what you want so last time when i was a graduate right i would save but for my for a holiday during our summer breaks right so i will save the entire year and then i will spend everything up so uh set yourself a goal let's say 10 20k in how many months and then uh have the discipline to set aside that certain amount to 200 dollars a month towards it and you hit your goal slowly steady and you'll hit it all right mm-hmm. perfect thank you guys thank you guys so much we feel less poor now all right so so that's it for this part of our podcast stay camp and stay tuned for part two of this topic on let's talk as i am coming soon bye, bye.